What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it is week one of the preseason. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs aren't playing. Are you as interested? Are there enough storylines to draw you in to this first preseason game against the Indianapolis Colts? Folks, we got a show for you tonight. Join us. The Rico Reports, the Buffalo Fanatics. We'll see you right after this. Let's go. Welcome back. It is the Rico Report. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. Let's go. It's Friday night. Y'all could be a whole lot of other places other than here, but you're here with your boy. So I appreciate that. And let's get right into the nitty gritty. Welcome. If you guys are tuned in for the very first time, uh, my name is Rico. This is the Rico Report. Drop that like. Subscribe if you have not subscribed. Trust me, you could be a fan of the Bills or not. You are going to get your money's worth when you watch here with your man so folks game one week one preseason no josh no digs are you in are you are you all about it are you kind of like ah, i'm not as interested or does this actually make you more intrigued into watching this preseason game well for one for me is you know if allen and Diggs play it's a series or two so really it's no big deal and the way people are dropping from left and right all over the freaking league let alone our team, with especially the last couple of practices, you kind of want to chill out and having all these players play. But for the most part, the starters are playing. The starters are playing, uh, obviously, minus the, your two biggest stars in Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. But I'm here for it because I'm more interested in seeing our depth pieces and how they will produce, how they will perform under the bright lights, right? Camp is over with. We're done with camp. Um, and uh, this is it's, it's about to go down right now. So uh, before we get into the week one preseason preview and kind of what we want to look into, uh, I got I got I got to touch on a few things that uh, that took place the last couple of uh, practices. And uh, just looking at my notes here, let's let's talk about it. Listen, that week, that linebacker position with uh, Bernard going down with a hamstring, uh, according to my guy Alex Lucci, the thigh doctor. Listen, that that typically could be a two-week thing, uh, maybe three, right? So that takes you missing all of preseason and potentially ready for week one. So what does that do? That leaves the door wide open for Balen Specter. And and obviously Tyrell Dotson is your main guy. But Terrell Bernard being out for a little bit will now give an opportunity for Balen Specter. And sometimes opportunities like that is all you need. Is all you need to turn your heads, turn the heads of your fans, turn the heads of the coaches. And if they had you penciled in, they might have to erase that pencil and put a little permanency and use some ink and have that stay in place. And that's the the beauty and the curse of injuries, right? The curse is obviously somebody's losing an opportunity and uh, somebody's got to take time off. And the beauty in all this and the blessing is that somebody's opportunity is going to come. And uh, you you love to see it. You you appreciate when you see something like that because it's it out of it as a fan. It makes you appreciate who you have. 
So if Terrell Bernard or Tyrell Dotson alongside Milano is the best bet, great. Or it actually makes you realize, holy crap, this, this replacement was better than we anticipated. This is actually really great. This is going to be maybe the, the Matt Milano, Balen Spector show. You just never know. So Tyrell, Terrell Bernard being out, um, I'm sure it's going to be a quick, uh, quick, you know what I'm saying? Soft, soft tissue injuries are usually tough. I mean, they, they nag. It's annoying. You think you're ready. You may not be ready. You want to be 100%. So um, you're looking at two to three weeks potentially. So that takes it right into pretty much week one returning uh, to get some some time. But that that you lose valuable time with this injury. You're not able to really go at it toe-to-toe, head-to-head with Tyrell Dotson the way it was supposed to be done based on this injury. So it sucks in a way, but opens up the door for Tyrell Dotson to really supplant, to, to really actually to, to actually solidify himself as a linebacker, that middle linebacker that we want, that we covet, especially with the absence of Tremaine Edmonds gone to the Bears. And then you got Baylin Spector. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's there. And, and really the difference between all three, you know what I'm saying, all three linebackers, is really this Tyrell Dotson's um, advantage in this is his physicality. He's a thumper of a linebacker. You know what I'm saying? He he's not afraid to get into it and get get nice and dirty. And uh, and he's got experience. He's what four years into the league now. It's year four. So this this is going to give an opportunity to uh, ex- expound on his, his his experience. Not only that, you get to show us okay what you got alongside Milano. You are the guy. This is this is what you get. So physicality and experience is what he brings to the table. Now, when you bring in Terrell Bernard, you got flexibility, you got versatility, right? You got a little more coverage. You have a little more, uh, you know what I'm saying? You can move him around. You've got positional flexibility. That's what you gain in a Terrell Bernard. And he's got the instincts. That that in itself is what drew the bills to Terrell Bernard. It wasn't his size because his size is not imposing. It wasn't his speed. He doesn't have 4-4 four, four speed, 4-3 four, speed. It's nothing like that. It's more he's at the right place the right time. His instincts are there. He knows how to read what's going on, right? So he's got situational awareness. And that's what drew the bills to Terrell Bernard. So him being out, he's not able to, you know what I mean, put that on, on display and, and really so we can really dissect what we got. Because, you know, Milano's that dude. So once Milano's like, all right, Milano, you're done, it's going to be Dotson, should have been Dotson and Bernard. Now it's going to be Dotson and uh, Bale Inspector. So, uh, Obviously, you got the experience and the, and the physicality in, in Dotson. With Terrell Bernard, you got instincts. Instincts, flexibility, uh, you know what I mean? Able to drop in coverage. That's what you gain with Bernard. And then Bale Inspector comes in, you got a high motor. This boy, this boy's motor doesn't stop, right? So you, alongside Dotson, alongside Milano, you got somebody that doesn't stop and the motor's there, and he's always around the football. He's always around the football. So these three linebackers bring a quality to that position that you know what I'm saying like you 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 lose something when one with one but you gain something with another right so Bale Inspector's high motor him being all over the place and where the ball is and you always you always hear it if you're near the ball good things happen so we'll see how this all plays out this is going to be fun um, that linebacker position is going to be uh, it's going to be one to watch, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Right? Uh, let's let's stay with the camp uh, that just finalized, right? So obviously the Dotson wa- the the Dotson watches is legit. Uh, we'll be we'll be looking at that. Uh, Gilliam and uh, Gilliam was nursing a bit of an injury. Uh, Cam Lewis, him as well, and uh, Harris, which is uh, which is frustrating, is uh, is obviously dealing with a bit of a soft tissue injury. Let me let me touch on on Harris. Right. And this is 
this is what's plagued Harris in his career, right? And when he's healthy, he's legit. When he's healthy, he's uh he's uh he's a he's a handful to deal with. Problem is these damn soft tissue injuries has has held him, you know what I'm saying, off the field in the past. And now it's reared it's reared its its head on him again. And that's the frustrating part because you want you want to have everybody healthy. But these nagging little injuries is not something that we 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 want and we like. And I hate to break it, you know what I'm saying? And for me, my, myself, because I had really high hopes for him, and I still do, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get over this, and you're going to get back into it. But, like, you're not trying to have this right before, you know what I'm saying, camp starts. I mean, excuse me, right before the week starts, right before preseason one. We want to see what we have in that backfield. So guess what? Latavius freaking Murray, yo, he's about, to, he's about to eat. And right now, I'll tell you right now, he's been able to stay in this league long enough long enough sustain injuries and come back in and do all this stuff and guess what it might be latavius murray and and uh obviously cook running the helm and latavius murray i listen man the boy can catch out of the backfield he can hit inside he can hit outside this was an underrated pickup at first i didn't appreciate that pickup i'm not gonna front i'm not i didn't appreciate it it was it was like a nice pickup but it was cool all right naeem hind goes down all right cool we got we got Kind of the same back in Harris and Latavius Murray, but Latavius Murray can stay healthy. That's the big difference right now. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Latavius Murray can do with his opportunities. And this man is open now with Harris dealing with this nagging, stupid little injury that he's got right now. It opens the door wide the F open for Latavius Murray. So that three back system that we got right now um, is a pretty solid one. It's a solid. I'm not going to, I'm not going to write home about that, but it's a pretty solid backfield. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna see what Latavius Murray brings to the table. So I'm really loving that uh, that we picked that up because when you look at it now, in hindsight, obviously Hines being out and now Harris dealing with his 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 soft tissue injuries, which is the norm. It's not like it's new to him. That pickup with Latavius Murray was actually a nice pickup. That's a very nice pickup, knowing that this is the case. We know that Harris sometimes has these little injuries. So insurance. A veteran running back that's done it before that can do the same things Latavius, excuse me, that Damian Harris does in the red zone. Great pickup. Got to give it to him. Shout out to uh, to uh, the management team for you know, saying having their head on the head on a swivel and picking him up and bringing him to Buffalo. Uh, so nice, nicely done, Brandon Bean. Uh, Ed Oliver was back at practice, so I know he was nursing uh, a couple injuries here and there. So uh, he's he's back at practice, ready to go. So he'll be ready for preseason. Week one, loving every bit of it. There was a bit of a skirmish, if you will, at uh, Bill's practice. Find that very odd. That uh, that I mean, we wait till what last week of the after of of camp, and uh, we got a little bit of a skirmish. But uh, Tommy Doyle got into it with Shane Ray. That was quickly kind of put to the side. You know what I'm saying? Usually that happens at the beginning of camp because you're trying to establish yourself. At the usually near the end, you're trying to just stay safe and be cool, right? So those boys got into it. Uh, Stefan Diggs got into it with, with Elam and it was, it's all up for speculation as to why and how and what, and, uh, I'll tell you this, man, my speculation is this with this whole Elam situation. First of all, there's a clip that's out there right now with, uh, Caillou Elam in coverage of Gabe Davis. And Gabe Davis runs an absolutely, absolutely wonderful route. Shakes him up at the at the start, gets vertical, right? 
and he's pretty much running a corner, a corner to the end zone. So you got to get at the top of his route. You got to stem him enough at the top of the route. And now the DB is in chase. So he doesn't know if you're going left or he's, or you're going right. So he's got to, he's pretty much got to be aware of, okay, what kind of route can he run at this point? So Gabe set Kair up very well for him to like, I don't know where you're going to go. So my man got up to the top of the route, kind of shimmied, made it look like he's going for a post, cut to the corner. And Kair was absolutely lost in translation. He didn't know what was going on. And it was, it was just a really, really well-run route. You got to give the credit to, to my man, Gabe Davis. Now, I bring this up because Kair Elam is supposed to be our man-to-man guy. Now, the advantage is, at, is to the receiver. The receiver, you know, when you're running air drills, there's no, you know what I'm saying, it's just one-on-one. The, the advantage usually goes to the receiver. So you got to give him that. However, I remember when his rookie, his rookie year, last year, uh, Kair had to kind of cover his hands up because he was a little too grabby. So he was trying to train himself not to be so grabby. My man's is being grabby. I mean, that's what DBs are. DBs are grabby. But my man's is a little too grabby. And I think while he was in coverage against Stefan Diggs, uh, there was a, a maybe, and this is my speculation, there was a little too much grabbing going on, which then rendered Stefan Diggs hurt. So he had to be on the sideline for a little bit. And I think he was pissed off about that. So I guess he went afterwards to address Kyer Elam. And I think even Coach Coach Dorsey got into it as well with Kyer Elam. So I don't know what Kyer is doing. I don't know if he's just rubbing these guys the wrong way or the camp is just way too damn long and now they're just getting testy. But, man, Kyer, <laughs> brother, you got week one, week two, week three preseason to show what you got, baby. And I want to see it. I really do. I want to see everything that you can bring to the table. But you pissing off your, your receiver, <laughs> that ain't good. So my speculation is, Diggs was like, yo, quit mother effing holding, man. You nearly brought me down and hurt me because you holding, man. Like, get it together. I don't know. This is my guess. Because DBs be like that. And receivers be like that as well, man. Quit holding. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to cover me, cover me. If you can't cover me, just let it be. Get beat. You know what I'm saying? Don't be holding me. And now you just brought me down. I got hurt. I'm speculating here. This is what I think happened. And uh, there were a couple of reports out there that, you know what I'm saying, that kind of kind of like if you, if you read between the lines, that Potentially, that's probably what happened. Anyway, it was it was water under the bridge because I guess uh, uh, Stefan Diggs was was you know I mean you mean cracking jokes with the DBs uh, and it was all good, but they didn't specify what DBs he was you know I mean cracking jokes with. You know, what I'm saying it could have been Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, D. Marlowe. You know, say Cam Lewis. <laughs> so who knows if it was if if Kyrie was amongst the mix? Who knows, right? Uh, but nonetheless, uh, it was uh it was it was a bit of a it was a bit of a time uh, yesterday or a couple of days. Yes, yes yesterday, uh, hearing about this, uh, all this mess, right? Uh, let me keep going, man. Leonard Floyd was shaking up a little bit at camp, but he was back in practice afterwards. Uh, the Kincaid-Allen connection continues to grow, continues to gain steam, continues to, they, they're continuing to build chemistry with one another. And I know it's not popular to say, but the tight end position is so versatile these days. It's not your big honking, you know what I'm saying, Jay Reimersma type type of uh, tight end. You feel me? These guys are able to split wide and do a whole lot of things, and that chemistry is being built, which I love uh, for Kincaid because they're saying rookie tight ends don't really, you know what I mean, come out and do work. I don't know about this one. This one might be a little different. So 
that connection continues to grow uh, and it's noticeably improving. So let's uh, let's keep let's pay attention uh, to that right there. And uh, and Von Miller, obviously, and Madam Kavich are still on the pup list. And uh, and and away we go. And away we go. So uh, that's the, that's the camp wrap up uh, for the most part. I think we came out unscathed. Really, there weren't any serious injuries. Everybody's, you know what I'm saying, intact. And we'd love to keep it that way right into week one, right? Just like last year, get into week one. But hopefully, just hopefully, we can sustain. We can sustain being in in tip-top shape uh, right through the season. We're obviously going to get nicked up. I know we are. But hopefully, we we stay healthy, no serious injuries, and we can keep it rolling. We can keep it rolling. So uh, that's your, your camp wrap-up. If you will, your camp wrap up is done and uh, we got we got we got games played. We got games to play. Preseasons are happening right now. Football is officially back. And uh, it started last night uh, with the Vikings and the and the, the Vikings played. The, the Seahawks played. Uh, I think there was a couple more games yesterday. I didn't even watch. I didn't even bother. Um, but uh, tomorrow's game, I'm not even going to be able to watch that either. And I didn't even make it a fuss, really, because. The wife had this thing planned two or three weeks ago, and I didn't even think about the dates. My black ass didn't even think about the dates. And she's like, so we're, we're getting ready to um, uh, go to a, we're going to a friend's cottage uh, for tomorrow. And, uh, and she's like, yeah, so don't forget to get ready and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, men, you know, men, men, we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't really listen until, wait a minute. What, what, what time is this at? She's like, what do you mean? What time is this at? I was like, I'm just wondering what time. She's like, I'm trying to be out of here by noon. I was like, ooh, noon. I didn't make the face though because she's gonna be like, what, what, what? I don't want. I'm not even trying to get into that. So I gotta pick my battles. It's preseason. You know what I'm saying? So the kids will be happy. The wife will be happy. She's been looking forward to this. I can't say a word now. Am I wrong? Am I wrong for bringing my phone at the cottage and watching the game? Now that's a whole different ballgame. I'm going to the cottage. I'm not staying home to watch the game, but am I wrong for bringing the phone and watching the game while they go and do their thing? Am I considered rude if I say, hey, guys, I'm going to step away and watch the game? Damn it, it's my weekend, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's my weekend, too. I want to do some things that I want to do. Now, I may not be able to go live. I may not be able to go do all that stuff, but can't I take a glimpse and watch like a quarter or two? Maybe I should make I have this I'm 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 sharing this with you guys. Maybe I should have a conversation with her and saying, listen. <laughs> listen, Linda. All right. I'm gonna say, give me the first two quarters, and then you got me for the rest of the time. Will she buy it? You know what I mean? Let me ask her. Let me I'm, I'm gonna actually bring her down uh and see if she's down about it. Because she I'm about to I'm about to hit her up and uh, I'm gonna call her right now because She's upstairs, so maybe she'll answer. Maybe she won't. We shall see. see if she answers. She's like, "What?" I'm just gonna say, "Yo, come down for a quick second." What? Hey, are you busy right now? Hey, are you busy? No, why was that? I need you to come down real quick. What's wrong? Nothing. I need to. I need you to come down. I need to ask you something. Do I have to have clothes on? Like, am I gonna be? Yes, have clothes on. Just come downstairs. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> I swear this girl will walk around butt naked all day and you wonder why we have four kids put some clothes on man you know me <laughs> anyway so she's gonna come down and I'm gonna see 
<laughs> I'm gonna see how this how this go play out. But anyway, so the preseason game is tomorrow. I want to watch this thing. I want to be able to join myself and just watch preseason football. But I'm gonna be on the road. <laughs> I'm gonna straight up be on the road. So uh, we're gonna find out if she's gonna give me a hard time. And I know she's gonna give me she's going she's gonna give me a little hard time. But I'm gonna see. The point of this is I'm gonna see if I can rationalize with her. <laughs> Yo, do I need to have some clothes on? Yes, yes, you do. You can. I tell you, man. My daughters take after her too. Sometimes they be walking around like, hey, 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 hey. Listen, Dad's still here. You're not two and three. You're no, you're not two and three years old anymore. You guys are starting to be little women now. Put some clothes on, all right? Put some clothes on around this, around this mug, playing games with me. Anyway, so as she comes down, we'll find out what it is. But anyways, week one is upon us. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see a lot of things that are going to be happening in this camp. Uh, today's podcast will not be a long one. I promise you guys, because a lot of it is going to uh, just them on what to expect in this game, what position, the position battles are over with. So now it's about who is going to step up and do what they need to do. And there are players that are pretty much on the bubble that are going to, I mean, either remove themselves from the bubble or actually the bubble is going to bounce them completely out. So that's, that's a whole other, that's a whole other situation. But at the end of the day, what it's going to come down to is, you know, who your, your main culprits are that are going to make this team that are going to make this squad, right? It's all about who's it's a numbers game. Really at the end of the day, it's a numbers game. And I still, I still feel that a lot of these players are going to get traded. Not a lot, but at least one, I honestly feel that it's either going to be AJ Epinesa that gets traded because he's having a phenomenal camp thus far, or it's Boogie Basham. And the way that things have been going Maybe AJ Vanessa is the one that gets traded because he's been having such a strong camp, right? Or is it is it Boogie Basham, former second round pick? There's guys that were coveting him very much so. He's still young and uh, still on a rookie deal, so you can move him, which makes it a little easier to deal with what we have on the line. It's there's there's a lot of movements that are going to happen, so I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. So this game coming up. Uh, with with Terrell Bernard being out, we're going to get a longer look at Spectre and uh, Tyrell Dotson. So we're going to see how that chemistry plays out. Um, we should see a lot of, you know what I mean, our our, our uh, Dorian Williams, our rookie third-round linebacker, maybe he jumps in and starts, you know what I mean, to really prove himself and say, guys, you guys didn't really consider me for the middle linebacker position. That's fine. I'm going to show you what I can do on the weak side. So I'm looking forward to seeing rookie Dorian Williams get in there. Right. Sometimes you kind of like you lose yourself in this whole middle linebacker positioning and and uh, this competition. And you forget that we drafted <laughs> third round draft pick in Dorian Williams. So keep that in mind. We'll see. We're going to see how that plays out, because maybe he comes in and flashes and you're like, holy jumpers. This guy is just all over the place. But we're also going to have to temper ourselves and remember that we are in preseason. We are in preseason. And we can't just go, oh, shit, did you see that? Oh, no. It means nothing because a lot of these guys that they're going to be going up against will be, and I mean this in, in the most respectful way, a lot of these guys that are, are going to be on the field and competing and our guys are going up against and probably making them look like fools, the very next day they could be, you know I mean, selling insurance, you know what I'm saying, selling cars. They could be, you know I mean, going right back to school. So a lot of these guys may not be able, may not have everything that will cut it. 
that's just the way I look at it, right? So uh, that's something to watch as well. Uh, so we got the obviously the rookie watch is going to be Kincaid, Torrance. We're going to see Justin Shorter. That's going to be interesting to watch. Come here, my love. I don't care. I need you. I need you here for a second. I need you to put this. I need you to put this in here. Just come in here. Just put that in your ear. So I didn't realize that tomorrow we're going to our friend's cottage. We're still going. I know we are. I know we are. Okay. Listen, listen to me. Stop your nonsense, first of all. Just fix your face. <laughs> fix your face. Well, what are you fix your face. For? I'm not setting you up for anything. Just listen to me. So um, I didn't realize that both days there's a preseason game tomorrow. The Bills play. Shut your mouth and just listen. The Bills play at 2 p.m. What time are we leaving for the cottage? Uh, I wanted to leave at like 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. at the very latest. Okay, that's fine. One. Now hear me out. This is what no, I... we're not taking two cars. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't even going to bring that up. I wasn't even going to say bringing two cars. I'm still going to go. I'm still going to... I know you are. <laughs> so what I was going to say... What do you need? What I was going to say was when we get there, two quarters, I want to watch the first two quarters, and then... Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my God. The first two quarters, and then we will ball. We will have a great time. <laughs> we will do all the things oh, that will you... will we? No. <laughs> so what are your thoughts? I think that you're crazy, <laughs> like, for even bringing this up. I purposely made sure that it wasn't a Friday, like, tonight, that we were going down for two nights to go down for one night so you could do your podcast and now you're telling me that you bring it with you i'm not bringing anything with me i know you're not you don't think, <laughs> i don't think you know this. i'm not bringing anything with me what i was gonna do is my phone so i can no. watch two quarters i'm not an idiot i understand how the football games work and that so, you're only trying to tell me that you're watching two quarters and it's not a big deal that's the same as half so you're you're in what you're saying is you're saying no, you're i'm saying you are not <laughs> So that's no, it's no, out, it's so. no go. What? Let's ask the people what they think. They've been, they've been on my side. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they've been on my side. They said, you know what? You mm-hmm. might have a good shot. Um, and it might work out. Go ahead and bring her down here. <laughs> they were actually laughing that you said, do I have to have clothes on? Yes. Yes, you do. It's my house. Technically I don't. Uh, so let's, let's see. You know what? Dave Coolis says, Rico, put your foot down. He said, put your foot down. Sarah says, nope. Bless your heart. <laughs> Sarah Christine says, nope. He married a Scotian. <laughs> so, um, I guess it's a no? No, I think you suck. <laughs> Why would you make me feel bad? I want you to make a decision I right tried, now. I just said no four times. <laughs> you, you, didn't, like you, didn't, you didn't officially say it. The pressure's on you right now. Am I able to watch it? Can I bring my phone to watch it? No, you absolutely <laughs> can't. <laughs> what are you saying? All right, you ruined your day. I ruined your day? We're going to have a good time. We're I'm have a- having a good time regardless of what you're doing. I don't even care. What you okay, okay. Which This is why I brought this up. Because you're going to be in your elements. You're not even going to care what I'm doing. Okay, but that's because I have to then watch three children while you get to have your quarterly time like away like you make it sound like we don't have kids like we didn't have kids i wouldn't give a damn what you were doing if 
but I can't drink and enjoy myself while I watch three people by an ocean while you're off gallivanting watching your Bills right, game. We're done. That's we're not done. fair. All right, listen. Okay, wait. No, you, let's find a compromise where it's fair. What's fair? What, uh, the, what's fair? I, the fairness was two quarters. For you. What is fair for me? <laughs> what do you need? A break. Fine. You know what? Because the discussion, <laughs> discussion is done. We're, we're going to have a good time. you need? We're going to have a good time. And I'm going to have a good time regardless. I know. All right. Love well, you. now I feel bad. Love you. <laughs> you don't got to feel bad. You don't got to feel bad. I it's mean, all good. I just want, I, I, I purposely. still awake? You see? This is what I'm going to be dealing with. Okay. We're done. We go to the cottage. <laughs> and I go away. I can't even have five seconds. I came down and who followed me within five seconds? Yeah, You're no. telling me that's going to be fine. Okay, we're done. Okay, you win. You see why I need my break? You win. You see, guys? I don't even feel bad. But now I do feel bad. Is it? No, you don't got to feel bad. You, you know, you ain't got to feel bad. You ain't got to feel bad. I know, but you already know I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you mean? All right, we straight. Two quarters. See, Matt says two quarters, then give her two hours, and you take the kids on a hike. <laughs> Black folk taking a hike? Are you say, nuts? Wait, what? <laughs> Do you not see the man, what he looks like? I ain't going on no damn hike. And like where we live at, take them in the ocean. Y- y'all yeah. think I'm going to go take a nature hike and then and and have the elements try to get at me? No, I'm good. But we, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. <laughs> Lionel Davis says, yo, come on, man. <laughs> watch the kids in the game. And she goes on and she goes on chill. I could probably do both. I mean, I'll figure something out. I'll figure something out. But thank you for your time. You've been amazing. You're the best. Love you. Anyway, we're going to get back to it. It's the Colts. <laughs> it's the Bills. I don't like you some days. Yeah, you love me. Oh, my God. All right. Anyways, I just want to, I just want to get your, uh, your, your thoughts on that. And, what uh, time is the game? The game's at 2 o'clock. It doesn't matter. It really oh, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. What time is the game? 2 p.m. So how long per game do you think that? Like a quarter is actually a quarter by the time it actually goes. So I mean, how many hours? Don't tell me quarters because that means nothing. Like, it's not like, oh, it's this long, so it's that. That's not how it works. I'm not my man, stupid. My man, truth to her, says, yo, just listen to the game like an OG. Act like I don't know that you're doing it, and I'll pretend I don't know. Yo, like, just listen to, like, uh, just have an earbud. Just have an earbud and listen to the game. Like, <laughs> Could you imagine? All right. No, listen. I can't. Anyway, right, I, appreciate I honestly don't care. Once you, you, you came at me wrong. Is the thing I thought it came out you, you should have waited until it was tomorrow when I had a few drinks with me, and then I'd be like, Yeah, babe, I don't care. Like, now I'm gonna be watching for it and being like, Where's what? Where, where's Rico? Where'd Rico go? Where's your dad? Where's your father? I'm seeing, I'm seeing her watching. Where's your father? And the kids are gonna wrap me out too. Dad's away. Where is he? Dad's gotta go poop. I'll be back. I dare you to try that. You'd be gone for four hours. Yeah. Anyways, I honestly don't care if you do watch it. But I feel like it's rude because we're going to somebody else's house. Fine. If we were going to somebody else's Fine. house, I wouldn't care. Fine. You're going to watch it anyway. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. We're good. We're good. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for being uh, part of the... This no, is what we have to go through sometimes. Thank you, beautiful wife, for letting you do all this nonsense. <laughs> meme is what you meant. You're welcome. My man Brian Gross says, "Yo, Rico, you've been going to the bathroom for one second. <laughs> That's you. Tell you, I know what you, bro. She's a hater. That. She's a hater. She's like, what are you doing in there? It's been four hours. What are you doing in there? Yo, leave me alone. This is my time. An hour per child. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be getting off of work. I won't even come out of the car. I'll just chill in the car yeah, for a bit. For like an and hour. it's annoying. This is what she'll do. She'll come out of the house. Like, wait, are you coming inside? <laughs> 
join the chaos in here and help a girl out? Like, let's go. Matt says you're not wrong. I know I'm not. <laughs> Anyways. He's lucky he's been dead. <laughs> I lays it down. I mean, when she's walking around butt naked like that, I told her, stop, stop walking around like that, man. You get yourself in trouble, girl. You get yourself in trouble. Anyway, I appreciate you guys giving me that time uh, to, to banter with the wife. Um, I'm still going to make it happen one way or another. <laughs> I'm still going to make it happen. But she's going to be on me like, like I know she's going to be on me. She's like, yo, where you at? Where you going? Yo, I'm going to get a drink. She's like, I'm coming with you. <laughs> yo. You know, there are men that live like that, by the way. Pathetic. If you live like that, where your girl don't trust you, I mean, obviously you've been doing some bullshit, but if you like, where you going? Going with you? What? No thanks. But anyway, I digress. I digress. Let me let's let's get back into the nitty gritty. Uh, so preseason football. All right, we already know. So everybody's saying the game's at one o'clock, but because I'm an hour, I'm in the Atlantic, right? So I'm always I'm an hour behind you guys. So right now it's nine thirty for you guys. It's ten thirty over here. So I got my man. Uh, my man Cody Benz like, yo, the game's at 1 a.m. What do you 1 p.m.? What are you talking about? Now, nah, man, I'm an I'm always I'm an hour behind you guys, uh, ahead of you guys. So that's why these games at one o'clock, I read the two o'clock, and it's killer. These eight o'clock games, it's really got a nine o'clock game for me. That's that's late as heck. Anyway, let me get right back to it. My man Truth to Hearts. Yo, Truth to Hearts, where you been at, bro? It's been a minute since I seen your ass, man. Yo, LOL Rico, you should have told her it's a preseason, which means you're preparing for her <laughs> for the season. Listen, man, she knows the deal. I'm going to listen. We have it's about an hour ride. So I'm going to have enough time. Listen, I used to sell cars back in the day. So, you know, I'm saying when the gift of gab gets going, I'll be able to, to, you know, I'm saying do what I do. You feel me? But anyway, let's get into it, baby. And uh, get to this preseason talk. Right. We're going up against the Indian Lapis Colts. All right. From what I'm understanding and what I'm seeing, the Colts are an absolute disaster. They're a mess. Right. (laughs) Wifey's upstairs and she's like, uh, you know I can hear you, right? I'm right above you. I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna figure it out. <laughs> we we gonna figure it out. We are gonna figure it out. So, uh, before we get into it, baby, let's uh let's look at uh, James. My man James is is coming in with a super chat. He says, "Come on, Rico, your ancestors back in Africa would 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 hike all through the jungles with dangerous animals all day, every day. Take the kids for a hike." <sighs> James, no, it's not happening. I'll take them for a nice. Nice walk in the suburban areas, all good. You know what I'm saying? All depending, all depending. I, I ain't a nature guy. I'm not a nature guy. You know what I'm saying? Go for hikes. You many of the videos that I see that a guy's walking and there's a bobcat right behind him just, just waiting for his ass? <laughs> like, no, nah, I'm not interested. Or there's a bear. Or you're biking and there's a bear chasing you. I'm not interested. When I see these things, I freak. There's no way. You know what I'm saying? And I listen, man, I ran, I, I think, the, I ran, I used to run 100. I ran the 100, 100 meter in 11.9. That's my PB, my personal best. I'm 38 now. Ain't no 11.9. You know what I'm saying? If I got the if I got the boot, I got the boot. I don't want to be in that position where I got to run and pull a hammy and I'm done. No, thank you. I'd rather stay where I'm safe and I'm good to go. <laughs> anyway, let's get right into it, folks. Uh, preseason. All right. The Colts are a mess. They don't want to pay Jonathan freaking willing. Like this. How do you... You have the one of the best running backs in the game. The best running back, one of the best, top five running backs in the game. He wants to get paid. And these Colts are messing around and don't want to pay the brother. 
Jonathan Taylor is that dude. Just a couple years ago, the dude was rushing for 1,800 yards. He was an absolute problem. But the Colts management is like, we know the game. We're going to use you up. And when we're done using you up, we out. And Jonathan Taylor is watching and seeing what's going on around the league. Ezekiel Elliott doesn't even have a squad. They're messing around with Jacobs. You know what I'm saying? Dalvin Cook can't even get something done with the Jets. He's like, yo, the disrespect to the running back position, right now my leverage is my age. But he's got to play the game right because if he doesn't play all year, it's as if he doesn't play the whole year. He won't be credited at all for the year. So he'll have to redo this whole process all over again, and now you're a year older. Something's got to give. But anyway, these guys are messing around with that. So in comes Zach Moss. Zach Moss would have been the perfect situation for the Colts. That's where he would have been. That would have been like, all right, I get to make a name for myself now. I didn't work out for me in the Bills. You know what I'm saying? I came. I got traded to the Colts. I'm about to, oh, shit, Jonathan Taylor's having some issues. I'm about to take over. This brother breaks his arm out for six weeks. Ugh. So what, they got Deion Jackson now? I think it's Deion Jackson that's going to be their back. And he's a very good back, by the way. So they got Deion Jackson as their back and whoever. So that's a messy situation at the running back position. They got Gardner Minshew with Richardson. Richardson is just a raw, raw talent, but this boy is nice. If he puts it together, he will be nice for the Colts. And then you got a, a, a decent receiving squad. Nothing great. O-line is solid. Defense is solid. But, like, are they, re- are they really going to be a threat? Isaiah McKenzie's on the squad. Shout out to my man, Isaiah McKenzie. But the Colts, the Colts are messy. Now, preseason, we're going to find out what's really good with the preseason. right? But what do we need to watch from our squad? Well, Kincaid is going to be someone that we watch heavily. We want to see what Kincaid is going to be able to do. Problem is, Kincaid is going to be being thrown to by Kyle Allen and Matt Barkley, the two guys that you're not really interested in seeing throw the football to Kincaid because the guy guy that you really want to see throw the ball to Kincaid obviously is Josh Allen. But Kyle Allen is going to hold it down and, uh, and really make it work. So, there's going, to be mo- uh, there's going to be moments for people to shine. And I, we're not going to talk about that just yet, but we want to talk about who we want to watch. So the, the rookie watch is going to be Kincaid. We want to see what Cyrus Torrance. I want to see what Cyrus Torrance can do, how he's going to look. And uh, it's, going to be, it's going to be fun. So if I'm not able to watch the game, you know what I'm saying, then I'm going to have to rewatch it afterwards. I mean, not the same effect, but it'll, it'll be good nonetheless. And I can talk about the game probably Tuesday when we come back. I'll figure out a time. But anyway, um, but... Torrance and Shorter. I really want to see what Shorter can do because I'll tell you, man, there's a name that is circulating that should should not surprise you tomorrow uh, once this person starts to really make, make work happen. And it's, I think, Tyrell Shavers. Tyrell Shavers is, is someone we're going to have to pay attention to because apparently... Mans is making noise with these bills. And if Justin Shorter keeps dropping these footballs wide open in camp and not really, you know, me processing and putting things together, Tyrell Shavers might F around and bump Justin Shorter. So Tyrell Shavers, if you're not familiar, this boy is 6'6", 210 pounds. So he's lean. He's lean, but he is putting some work in. So do not be surprised 
and do not do not be like, what? Who is that guy? I'm not saying you heard it from me here first because I've been reading around and doing some stuff and I'm just seeing this name you know, pop up a little more often. So Tyrell Shaver is my F around and and give some business, uh, give the business to, to Justin to Justin Shorter. So keep keep watching for that, my friends, because that might be a problem uh, or a good problem for the Bills. But we'll see how that plays out uh, when it comes down to it. But my goodness, man, it's going to be it is going to be fun. Uh, to see what th- this offense is going to look like um, as it materializes during this preseason game. Uh, obviously, DeMar Hamlin is going to be playing for the first time. I'm kind of getting sick of this whole DeMar Hamlin si- situation because he's going to play his first game as a preseason. Then when the regular season starts, he's going to be in the first regular season. Yeah, I'm over it. I'm really, I really am over it. Uh, but yeah, he is back. He's going to be playing and he's going to be getting quite some time to see what he's really got. I know the conversation was, does he make the team? Is it going to be a numbers thing? There is no way that the Bills are going to walk him and say, you got to go. I just can't see it. Unless he comes up horribly, he just can't play the game, which I know he can, it's not going to happen. So that being said, DeMar Hamlin was going to be going up there, and uh, we're going to be watching closely the offensive line and the trench. The trenches is what I'm going to be really paying attention to. The DBs, obviously, you know what was good. I'm going to touch on the DBs a little bit, but just to be – very clear. Offensive line, I think we have it in down pat. It's going to be uh, Bates, Spencer Brown, Mitch Morris. Obviously, you got uh, McGovern, and we've got our guy, Deion Dawkins. But we're going to be paying attention to the right tackle position. The right tackle, how the line is going to hold up. I want to see Osiris Torrance, how Osiris Torrance matches up well with Kincaid, excuse me, with uh, Spencer Brown. Does he match up well? With uh, Mitch Morse next to him, do they they play along well with another? So that will be something fun to watch um, materialize in tomorrow's game. Uh, very much looking forward to that. Uh, for the Colts, I mean, really, Isaiah McKenzie is going to be doing his thing. And uh, Coach uh, McDermott was making jokes. He's like, yo, we're going to double his ass. We're going to make it a hard time for him. We're, we don't want him killing us, so we're going to make sure we double team his ass. So it'll be nice to see Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie is probably going to be thrilled to be rock with his boys again, coming back to Buffalo. It's going to be, uh, I'm sure it's going to be bittersweet for him because you know he wanted to be back with the Bills. You know he wanted to be back with the Bills. He feels, I know he felt in a way, as soon as they they brought in, you know what I'm saying, Deontay Hardy, he's like, all right, what's going on? What the heck is going on? You feel me? So that's when he knew the writing was on a wall and he really wanted to stay and be obviously with the Bills, but the Bills had different plans and they moved on from Isaiah McKenzie. So it's going to be bittersweet coming back seeing the boys and all that stuff. But he's like, I should be here. I should be here with y'all, man. But that's the way the cookie crumbles, man. It's uh, it's not like you never got the opportunity. He got plenty of opportunity. And and not that not that he didn't take full advantage of it. He had some moments where he took full advantage of the opportunity, but there are moments where it just didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and obviously, we always we obviously want the best for Isaiah McKenzie. We love Isaiah McKenzie, but just wasn't going to work out. So Isaiah McKenzie is going to be, his, his ass is going to be double teamed. Uh, Richardson, the rookie quarterback, is going to get the nod. He's getting the start. So we're going to see a lot of uh, cannons. He's going to be tossing that thing downfield. And if not that, he's going to be scrambling. And uh, it's going to be a reunion between uh, Richardson and Shorter. Uh, these boys played together. So that'll be, that'll be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, Anthony Richardson's first live action tomorrow against the Bills. So that'll be fun. And uh, obviously, as a McKenzie, we got to stop that. And we'll, I mean, Listen, man, it's preseason. 
it really is preseason. There's really there's really not much to look forward to, but when you want to break it down specifically, this is where it gets fun. You get to watch specifically who you want to see. So my question to y'all is who is it that you guys are looking forward to seeing? What battle or what uh, what uh, specific player do you want to see? Obviously, we've got the, the main ones in Kincaid and how he's going to be utilized early in the game. I can't see him playing too much, probably the first quarter, if that, and he's out of here. Dawson Knox, you can't really let him play too much either. We're going to see a lot of Sternberger. Sternberger and Quentin Morris will probably get a lot of time. That'll be fun to see. Um, I'm trying to think. Tommy Doyle is going to get some time. I know Tommy Doyle is going to need this. Tommy Doyle needs this time because his camp has been, according to reports, has been great, has not been great. So he's going to need these preseason games to kind of rise his stock, right? Bring his stock up a little bit. So he's like, oh, so you could use me. You could utilize me if one of these players goes down, you could trust me to go in. I don't want to hear Bobby Hart being brought back because we just can't trust the guys on the squad. I don't want that. I really don't. So uh, looking forward to seeing uh, the trenches. Now let's go to the flip to the defensive side of the ball, because this is where it's going to be interesting. Obviously, obviously Von Miller's not going to be in there. Leonard Floyd will probably play some time and he'll probably exit quite soon. Uh, Greg Rousseau won't probably get too much playing time. He'll get in there and he'll exit. What you're going to see is you're going to see Shane Ray get a lot of playing time. You're going to see a lot of uh, Shaq Lawson. Puna Ford is probably going to get a lot of time. I really do want to see Ed Oliver get in there and Daquan Jones a little bit. I want to see these boys, how they, they play up. But once these guys exit, it's going to be the AJ Epinesa show. It's going to be the Boogie Basham show. It's going to be the Shane Ray show. It's going to be the Del, uh, Del Dale show. Is it Del Dale? DJ Dale, excuse me. DJ Dale show. Uh, Kingsley Jonathan. I want to see what Kingsley, Kingsley Jonathan is going to be doing. So a lot of the depth pieces, they're going to have to show out. And uh, and you know what it is, man. Be, when you show out, that's one way of looking at it. You can show out and you think it solidifies you on the team. But if they can't make a decision or they're invested in one player more than the other, you having a great game doesn't really solidify you on the squad, but it solidifies you in a trade. So just be mindful of that because I remember they were showcasing Sammy Watkins in camp. I remember in preseason so badly, and then boom, Sammy Watkins traded. I believe he went to the Rams. We're like, damn, man. Donna Robbery, uh, Ronald Darby traded out of here. They were just moving pieces left, right, center, right? Showcasing these players and making sure that they get their time in. So it'll be fun to see these guys get their time in. But at the same time, it's also, it's like, it's like you're, you're in a tryout. You're trying out to be on this on another squad. And sometimes when you look at the numbers, if I'm a player and I'm, let's talk about it, I'm receiver eight on the squad. I'm Andy Isabella. All right. I'm doing everything I can to showcase my skill set. And if I don't make this, this practice squad, it's fine. But at least somebody else is looking at me and saying, you know what? I could use that on my squad. So everybody's going to be performing. Everybody's going to try to shine. So it is going to be fun to see. And uh, I like my man, Wario says, yo, Kingsley Jonathan was solid last season. Kingsley Jonathan, I'm telling you right now, give him the opportunity and he's going to do big things, man. He's going to do big things. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Kingsley Jonathan. He came in strong last season. Uh, Tim Settle kind of disappeared last season. And we never really heard too much from Tim Settle. So whether he was dealing with some injuries and so on and so forth, but Tim Settle has, has a lot to regain. And I think he's going to, I think he's going to, 
I really think he's going to step his game up this this offseason and this season. And I and I'm I'm curious to see how they're going to move him around because Tim Settle was coveted, man. When he was with the Commanders, they didn't want to see Tim Settle go. They were all about Tim Settle. But that that defense was that was deep on the defensive front. So they had to let him walk. And that's where the Bills came in. So I have high hopes for Tim Settle. Tim Settle is going to be a great rotational piece. Puna Ford. Puna Ford was a late free agent uh, pickup. We brought that boy. That boy is just like a small bowling ball. Like what? He's like 5'11", almost 300 pounds, 300 or so. Um, so he is stout, stout in the run. Jordan Phillips coming back. Even that is a, is a tricky situation because Jordan Phillips, is he on the outside looking in? Especially we bring in guys like Puna Ford on the squad, Tim Settle on the squad. He was just nursing an injury all offseason. He just came back. Is he behind the eight ball? Do they like him enough that they'll keep him on the squad? Shane Ray. Is Shane Ray good enough to make the squad on the edge? AJ Epinette. Like, dude, we are absolutely deep on this defensive front. So that I'll be looking forward to seeing or reading about, at least because Hater over here upstairs is not going to let me watch this game. So I'm going to have to try to figure a way to I mean, keep keep, you know, saying, keep my eye out. Send me some messages and let me know how, how the game's going. I'll be peeping my phone just to check. But uh, nonetheless, man, Brandon Bean has built this team to be competitive with our starters. But we have pretty decent depth all the way around. Pretty decent depth all the way around. So uh, it, it'll be, it's going to be fun. And it's preseason one. We're going to get the jitters out of the way. But it's, it's really for the young guys, man. The young bucks on this squad are really going to have to step their game up. Now, who needs to shine? Who needs to shine in their moment, right? And it's and it's going to be that because the bright lights are on. There's no more camp. Camp is done. It's time to shine. But who needs to shine? Let's let's start on the offensive side of the ball. Offensive side of the ball. Who needs to shine? Well, here's the deal. I need to see. I know, and I know people are going to say, "Well, you know, it's his, he's going into his third year." I need to see Spencer Brown shine. I need to see him, you know what I'm saying, lock things down. I need to see him anchor, you know what I'm saying? Boom, get that arm out there. A guy's trying to go around him. He's just, he rides his ass out to the sideline. Like, just, I want to see him just drive guys into the ground. I need to see Spencer Brown shine. I need that. I need that because now it gives Josh Allen the confidence to say, you know what? He's good. I trust Deion Dawkins. Deion Dawkins, he's good. I'm straight. Mitch Morris, that's my anchor. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? Having Spencer Brown, you know what I'm saying, being up and down and not sure how he's going to perform and back spasms. And those are those are annoying. And if, if anybody's ever had back issues, never fun, never fun. So hopefully he's over the back issues and he can perform like we know him and like we want him to. But man, man, I, I need I need Spencer Brown to shine. Right. Who else do I need to shine? James Cook. I know people are like, yo, get off this guy's back. No. I need my man to shine, right? I know it's preseason. You're probably not going to get a whole lot from James Cook, but in the limited touches that you get, show me something. You know what I'm saying? We've seen some really good things in camp. We've seen some good things in camp. We hear some good things. He's catching out of the backfield. He's going deep. He's catching balls. You know what I mean? Down, you know what I mean? Down the sideline. I love it. Can we see a little bit of that um, in these preseason games and to give us that vote of confidence? Or at least for me. I know some of y'all are feeling great about that position. 
I'm I'm not feeling awful. I don't feel awful at all. I'd like to see, I'd like to, you know, me have the confidence to know, okay, we got this. Latavius Murray, we know what Latavius Murray can do. Latavius Murray can do. James Cook, we're still unsure. So at a buck at a buck 90, you're a smaller frame guy, but your speed is immense. It's intense. So it's great. So I'm looking forward to that. So time to shine. James Cook, baby. I need I need James Cook to shine. You know what I'm saying? I want to see that. I, I was going to say Gabe Davis, but I feel like Gabe Davis is so dialed in. I feel like Gabe Davis is so ready to just whoop ass this year. I'm not worried about Gabe Davis. I've seen and read enough, you know what I'm saying, from reporters and and just just his demeanor and everything that's, that's, it's, that's surrounding Gabe Davis tells me he's going to have a solid year. And obviously it helps that he's in his contract year. But I'm not too worried about the performance that he's going to give us all year long. However, I'd like to see Deontay Hardy. I need to see something from Deontay Hardy. I want to see something from Khalil. Uh, uh, I want to see something from Khalil as well. You know what I'm saying? So I can say the whole squad. I mean, I really could. But Deontay Hardy, I haven't really heard too much from Deontay. Other than him, kicker training, partner training, I haven't really heard too much. Great speed. So we're about to find out how great a speed that he that he has. Now he's also got uh, a history of some 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 injuries, some uh, obviously some uh, some soft tissue injuries. So hopefully he he becomes a shell of that, and he's much better in in staying healthy. Looking forward to that. I know somebody, <laughs> my man Bills Mafia says, "Yo, Deontay Hardy is like Jameson Crowder." I hope not, because I had high hopes for Jameson Crowder. And it didn't it didn't work out for us, right? But that being said, Deontay Hardy, I'd love to see what we what we got in Deontay Hardy. Because don't forget, man, Deontay Hardy got a pretty decent contract for someone that's not a household name. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna keep it a buck, Deontay Hardy is not a household name. I mean, what what did we pay him? We paid him a decent contract, folks. He signed a two-year 9.5 contract, man. A 2.75 signing bonus. And uh, 5.2 guaranteed, fam. Like, he's that's a good contract for Deontay Hardy. That's not a household name. So if we're going to pay that brother that type of money, I want to see some from, from Deontay Hardy. Because him being activated, him, you know saying, doing what he's supposed to do in this offense, that really, that really kind of makes people play honest, opens up the offense for everybody else. So... He's a key piece. So we're, we're about to find out uh, how important he is uh, to this to this Bills offense. I mean, godly, it's preseason, but I still want to see some. I still do want to see some. So uh, shout out to Deontay Hardy. I do want to see something from Deontay Hardy. Looking forward to it. Last but not least, obviously, we talk about James Cook. Uh, we talk about uh, Khalil. Obviously, I want to see Khalil do his thing. Uh, Justin Shorter, we're going to see what he does. Tyrell Shavers. I'm looking forward to seeing Tyrell Shavers as well. But last but not least, um, in in what I need to see and they need to shine, Kyle Allen. And I know we were like, who cares? It's the it's the backup quarterback. It does matter because God forbid something happens to, to, to Josh, man. Can you trust Kyle Allen back there? I mean, Carson Wentz is out there. I'm not saying, you know, what I mean, drop everything, go get Carson Wentz. But golly, we couldn't we couldn't holler at Carson Wentz and be like, yo, how you feel, bro? You want to be a backup? You good to come there? You know what I'm saying? And this is the type of money we got for you. I'm sure we could have paid him Kyle Allen money. I don't know what Kyle Allen made, but I'm sure we're going to pay that brother Kyle Allen money. But here we are. 
with Kyle Allen as our backup and uh, and Barkley as our backup as well, we'll we'll soon find out uh, what it's like to be a backup quarterback. We'll see. We will see, and uh, we'll 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 jump into that in a, in a little bit. So, offensive side of the ball, we know what's good. Old line we're gonna be watching, but for the most part, Spencer Brown, I'm watching. We definitely gonna be watching. Osiris Torrance, obviously, we're gonna be watching, seeing what you do. Um, James Cook, love to see what you do. Kincaid, we're gonna see a good glimpse of Kincaid, but he ain't gonna play long. Deontay Hardy for sure, and Kyle Allen, man, show me what you got, baby. Show me, show us what you got, and we'll see how that plays out. Um. My man uh, Wario says, "Yo, with Kincaid and Cook is definitely gonna it's gonna be open, for sure. And and the re the way the reason things open up and how you can open up is if you have speed. And it's, if you look at what we've added to the team, speed is what we added to this offense. And uh, Hardy is gonna play a big a big part in that. So is James Cook, right? Put him outside, stretch that defense a little bit. We got props. Uh, John Heron says, "I think James Cook is gonna prove you wrong, man. He could do it all, and he has the pedigree. I hope so." I really do. I'm actually rooting for him. That's the thing. It's it's effed up because it sounds like I'm not rooting for him, but I am. I'm just harder on the running back position. I just really am. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he's got. Don't forget, man, we we come from a long line of we've had some good backs in Buffalo. We've had some very good backs. It starts off with OJ to freaking Thurman, two Hall of Fame running backs already on the squad. Then you got Travis Henry. You had Willis McGahee. You have Fred Jackson. You have Marshawn Lynch. Like, we've had some freaking solid backs on the squad you feel me so like forgive me if i feel the way i feel i mean we've had some damn good backs on the squad except for when I, when cj spiller was on the squad i was never a fan of cj spiller he had that one year and other than that he was sideline spiller that's what he was if he wasn't if he wasn't hitting the sideline you know what I'm saying there wasn't much to it <laughs> there wasn't much to it and uh, i didn't like the draft first of all buddy nicks i don't know what the hell he was thinking we need a water bug we need a water bug type of running back boy stop anyway I digress. You know what I'm saying? But I'm hard on the running back position. I'm sorry. It's just the way I feel. It's just the way I feel. LaShawn McCoy comes in and gives us greatness. You feel me? Like, can you blame me for the way I feel? You know what I mean? So we've had some nice running backs along the way. And now James Cook has got a lot of, he's got big shoes to fill. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little harder on the running back. So I need to see more. I need to see what I need to see. Straight up. I'm sorry. It's just the way I feel, people. It's just the way I feel. Anyway, flip it to the defense. Who do you want to see? On this defense, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. I need, I want to see AJ Epinesa. AJ Epinesa finished the year at six and a half sacks last year. Quiet, a very quiet six and a half sacks. So I'm interested. Show me what you got. I want to see if he if he can continue off that because now it makes Brandon Bean look great because we drafted this brother in the second round, and he's now starting to put it together. I love it. And the fact of the matter is, this, you got Von Miller, you got Greg Rousseau. That's great depth coming off the sideline. Great depth, right? Fresh legs, ready to go, and can get after the quarterback. Fam, I'm all, I'm all in. I'm all in on, on AJ Epinesa. I'm, I'm actually really curious as to how he's going to play out with, with, with that. I'm looking forward to it. Boogie Basham. Not because, you know what I'm saying, oh, he's on the bubble, he's not good. He, it had nothing to do with that. I want to see what Boogie Basham is able to give us because – how much do you know about Boogie? I think, what, he had like two and a half sacks last year, three sacks? We drafted him in the second round, back-to-back after Greg Rousseau. Even then, it was like, huh, okay, I guess we took best player available. But like, okay, we got you now. So now, now what? So to me, 
It's it's about it's it's AJ Epinesa versus Boogie Basham. Both players drafted in the second round. Obviously, one is younger than the other, but one's has been a little more productive, especially last year. So who's getting a cut? I, I highly doubt they're just gonna let these brothers walk. Can we keep all of them? Someone you can't keep them, you can't keep them all. You just can't keep them all. So Boogie Basham versus AJ Epinesa, I think that's gonna be an issue. Um, a, a challenge, if you will, or or so one of them is going to have to shine, or both. And if they both shine, guess what that happens? Now you got to move across the line and look at Shaq Lawson. But Shaq Lawson is a dog. Shaq Lawson brings a bit of an edge to him. Shaq Lawson, you know, what I'm saying edge setter. You want to stop the run, you put Shaq Lawson in there. So, like, do you are you are you willing to part with Shaq Lawson for the young bucks, a proven player, first round, former first round pick? You know what I mean? So it's, it's it's a tough one, man. Shane Ray's trying to make a name for himself. Shane Ray was a, was a top trap, draft pick back in the day. You know what I'm saying? He's had some ups and downs in his career. Now he's trying to bring it back. You got to give him love, man. So Shane Ray might come in and, and say, hey, man, don't forget about me. I got some, I got him trying to prove something. Now, he, he might be looking outside in, but he's got an opportunity. He's got an opportunity. Obviously, you got uh, Puna Ford. You got uh, DJ Dale. Uh, uh, other interior players, uh, who am I missing? Jordan Phillips is gonna have to prove himself a little bit. So that interior line is gonna be fun to watch, and I'm, I'm interested to see how it is. But the most part that I'm looking forward to seeing, to seeing is Boogie Basham, AJ Epinesa. That battle is gonna be something else. All right, linebacker position where we kind of talked about it a little bit. I mean, it's really, it's really simple, man. It's, it's the Tyrell, it's excuse me, Tyrell Dotson and uh, Balen Specter show. Once obviously Matt Milano sits down. Matt Milano's not going to play long. So once he's out, it's those two. So they better show us something because if we start getting gashed left, right, center by the triple backup backups from the Indianapolis Colts, yo, we got a problem. <laughs> yo, we got a problem. Real talk, we got a problem. So uh, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I think we're going to do fine. The defensive front is too good for that. I think we'll be just fine. More interestingly enough, and I'm, I left this for the last, time to shine. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it right to it. Kyrie Elam has to shine. Kyrie Elam has to shine. Because he can put the naysayers to bed. He can put all that to bed. All the the criticism, all the, you know what I'm saying, you were first-round draft pick, we traded up for you. Like, we can put that all to bed. But until then, he's got to shine. And until he shines, we're going to be on his behind. It's just the way it is. And right now, Dane Jackson has got a chokehold on this position. Christian Benford was once counted out, is right back in the mix. This is a triple header. But this guy here has to shine. He's got to. Because if he doesn't, and he just he, he, he comes into camp, I mean, he comes into this preseason camp looking like, excuse me, he comes into this preseason game looking like what he looked like in preseason, which is okay. Is that what you want lining up at cornerback two? Just okay? Nah, bro. We need you to shine. This is year two. Year one, you're a rookie. We get it. But even in year one, you had some really good plays, man. You made some great plays. We just got to get that inner dog out of you. You know what I'm saying? And put it out on the field because you got all the physical traits to make that happen. Golly, we need you, bro. Time to shine. This guy. 
this guy right here needs to shine. And it starts week one in preseason. So whatever whatever issues you were dealing with, whatever, you know what I'm saying, the liabilities that was keeping you from really shining, yo, hone in. Dig deep, find what you need to find, and grab that cornerback two spot. Because right now, if you don't do enough, it's a wrap. Dane Jackson and Christian Benford are on your behind. So hopefully, this brother wakes up and says, all right, let's make this thing work. So Kyrie Elam, we waiting on you, son. We need you to shine. Preseason one, let's go. Kyrie Elam. So folks, that's that's the that's my major my major gripe. That cornerback's back, cornerback two spot. I I don't like it being in limbo. I'd rather know that you know this is my one, this is my two. Let's go. I don't have any worries about my nickel. My nickel is just fine. And you know what? It is going to come down to a numbers game because eventually we're we're gonna I'm gonna do a show where I predict the 53 man roster. Um, probably do I'll probably do it next show actually, predicting the 52 man roster, 53 man roster. But man, I'm gonna tell you this, man. I'm gonna tell you this. We got some players on the squad. It's just a matter of them putting it together. It's just a matter of them putting it together. And Kyrie has all the freaking tools, man. He just gotta put it together. He's just gotta put it together. That's what it, that's what it's gonna it's gonna come down to. Uh, shout out to my man Barry Cumberbatch. What's up, Barry? Barry says, "Yeah, we have good depth, except at the linebacker position." In my opinion, our weakest position, our weakest position right now, based on who we have, you probably say the linebacker position. It probably is our weakest if you think about it. Our O line used to be the weakest uh, part of our our team, but I'd say the linebacker position right now it leads the way in being the weakest. And it's still damn good because we have an all-pro linebacker. So it sounds crazy to say it's our weakest, but it is. Um, so I think we'll be. I think we'll be fine. I think we'll we'll do what we need uh, to do uh, on that linebacker spot. I'm not too worried about it. Truth to hearts, what's up, bro? He goes, uh, "Why do people bring up pass blocking with Cook? I wonder how good Kamara is, and he had to. He had he and he had Drew Brees, a statue. Um, well, here's the deal. When you're trying to make a squad." When you're trying to make a team and the, the waters are muddy, you got a lot of running backs. In order for you to stand out, especially if you want to get playing time as a running back, is to have the ability to pass block. If you can pass block, we know you're a, run, you're a good running back. You made it to the NFL. You have an opportunity. You are here. And the way they disrespect the running back position, they feel that every, every running back is the same, right? And they can get the job done. It's just running the football and finding the hole and do what you do. You give us four or five yards of pop. Great. That's probably how they feel. But if I'm leaving you and keeping you on the field, your ass better be able to protect that quarterback because you wolf on a block and you cost us an injury to our quarterback. I got a problem. You cannot be a liability. So I think that's why people bring up the pass blocking because he's, he, he doesn't have the frame for that. That's not, that, that's not his forte. Everyone has their forte. Pass blocking is not his forte. Now you get a guy like Marshawn Lynch, he will he will block your ass real good. You get a Damian Harris. I've seen Damian Harris get some good blocking in there. Latavius Murray probably a, de- a definitely good blocker. The beautiful thing about this situation is that, and I, I hate to call it beautiful because it's not, in my opinion, but this is going to be a running back by committee. So you're not going to find him uh, a lot on the field doing three down back situations. You're not going to find that. Now, is he going to be in pass blocking situations? Maybe. 
but chances are he's going to be going out and making routes and cutting and, and you know what I mean and running routes. So you're not going to see too much of him in pass blocks or scenarios. But you still got to be able to do it. You still got to be able to do it. Uh, shout out to my girl Jessica. What's up, Jessica? Jessica says Elam is not playing poorly. Jackson and Benford is just playing so well. You're right. I don't want to say, and I don't, I think I don't want to come off as he's playing poorly. I don't think he's playing poorly. Um, it's just that he hasn't separated himself from Dane Jackson and, and, and Benford. And I think that's what we're all hoping for, that he would have separated himself by now. Dane Jackson is not allowing him to do that. Dane Jackson's got the experience. Dane Jackson has a, has an owner that likes him a lot. Christian Benford was supposed to be a depth piece. But Christian Benford came in and was like, uh, I'm a little more than a depth piece. Let me show you. Now, separation is the key. We ask our receivers to get separation from our DBs. Well, our DBs need to get separation from each other. One of y'all is going to have to separate and become that guy. But if you keep it muddy, it's going to be a freaking cornerback by committee. And who wants to have a cornerback by committee? We did it last year. I mean, I guess it worked out somewhat. But don't you want to be, don't you want to have someone that you can count on all the time? I don't know, man. I'm sure that's how they feel. But if they're good with going with that, then so be it. Uh, Shane Ray came back. Rico, you still you still live the dream at RB. <laughs> hey, everyone. Go Bills. Have a good night. Good night, Z-Mafia. I see you, bro. Um, yeah, man. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. This is going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun to see uh, these guys get out there and get dirty and get and get gritty. Uh, it'll be nice, man. It'll definitely be nice. Uh, Z-Mad says, uh, agreed, Barry. Don't know why people are so scared of the idea. Highest ceiling is great for Elam. Uh, but we're still waiting on it while Benford has, has been more consistent to me. I guess we'll see. And that's the thing, man. He's got to separate himself. He's got to separate himself a little bit more. And, uh, and the thing is, you have to impress your coaches, man. Because if you can impress your coaches and your coaches see something in you, it's that you're set. You know what I'm saying? They will, take, they will take a player that's got a really good potential and, and just say, you know what, I'm going to stick you in there because I can see something in you. I'm going to just leave you in there. Take your lumps, but because I trust in you. In this case, I don't know if they, they're ready to say take your lumps. But it's not like it's not like Caillou Elam was a liability last year. At one point, there was a point where he was he had his struggles. But as for a rookie, you're supposed to get there. But then he he turned things around and made some some things happen. So over time, man, he's going to give him some time. I'm not, I'm not down and out on Caillou Elam. I really am not. I just, I would rather him, I mean, try to get it, separate yourself, brother. Separate yourself. That's the way I look at it. Um, let me get a couple questions before I get out of here and uh, get to my business. Um, my man, DZ, what's up, DZ? He says, James, I wholeheartedly believe uh, we wanted someone else, but Elam was our last option. They wanted to come away with a corner. They needed to. Uh, I would agree. I would second that, actually. I would definitely second that. I think that, that year, there was there were a plethora of cornerbacks, and a lot of them were taken sooner than we want. And there was guys that probably that you know I'm saying that got taken that we wanted, but Kyer was still on our board. As I'm saying, they probably had like four corners that they would have taken in the first, and all three of them got taken. And Kyer was the last one, but we still have a first round grade on him. So if he's here, we can't lose out on him. Let's go get him. Now, was he their their true pick? Who knows? Was Kincaid the true first round pick that they really wanted? We'll never know. Maybe it was somebody else they wanted. Maybe they want a mayor. We'll never know, people. We'll just never know. We shall never know. But hey, listen, I'm still happy with what we've done. I'm so happy with Kincaid. I'm still happy with everything. And uh, is everything just going to materialize the way it's supposed to materialize? 
That's that's the way I look at it. I really truly believe that. Um, a cash, what's up, man? He goes, uh, I bet on third and long. We see eleven personnel with Kincaid at tight end and Knox in the backfield. Knox was lined up at RB and camp someplace. I think we're gonna get a little bit more wrinkle. Uh, I think we're gonna get a little bit more more wrinkle from from Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey had a whole off season to kind of go through it. He he had one full year under his belt as OC. He was previously a quarterback coach, so it's not like he's foreign to you know what I mean play calling and so on. And he's going into year two now, so I'm sure he's going to be somewhat polished and ready to go. And uh, a second year with the same players, same quarterback, same receivers. You can't you can't go wrong with that. You really can't. So uh, let's uh, let's let's put it to bed, folks, and uh, and and really and really come down to it. At the end of the day, let's get out of this game safe. Let's get out of this game unscathed. Let's get out of this game seeing you know I mean some 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 people shine in this thing, and uh, and let's 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 win this game. Just let's get a dub. Let's get a dub and just get keep going, man. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. My, I got a, a question from Wario. Says, Yo, Rico, is Pierre going to stream tomorrow? That's a great question. Uh, I'm going to send him a message right now and see what he's thinking. Um, let me see. We're going to find out. I sent him a message seeing if he's going to stream. So I, I doubt it, but... Knowing Pierre, and I know him, I know him pretty good, he might jump in there and try to, you know what I mean, get warmed up. You know what I'm saying? Get warmed up for, you know what I'm saying, it's season opener. Because you gotta, we, we got to be ready for season opener. So if he's going to do it, this is the time to kind of, you know what I mean, get get that bottle of that Jose, the Jose Cuervo. <laughs> Take your shots and get going. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. But uh, I think he probably will stream. So if he is, we'll definitely be putting the memo out there so you guys get ready for it and uh, get your notifications. Hit that notification bell. And get it popping. So, listen, folks, that's it for me. Uh, it is Friday night. I'm gonna let you guys get on with your night. I'm gonna get out of here. It's uh, what time is it? It's what 11 o'clock at night with us. So, uh, I'm gonna let y'all get out of here. We appreciate you obviously tuning in with me. And uh, please smash that like before you get out of here. If you have not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. Uh, you guys are uh, much appreciated. I want to give a shout out to my man, John Yotis. John Yotis has been a member 44 months, he's been rocking with us for a long time. John Yotis, I appreciate you, man. Triple OG, John Yotis. He says, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, 2023 bill starts now. Let's effing go. Salute to you, my man, John Yotis. What's up, man? So, folks, that's it for me. Enjoy the rest of your show. And, and Excuse me, rest of your show. And rest of your evening. And uh, enjoy the game tomorrow. It pains me to say enjoy your game tomorrow because I re- I'd like to watch the game myself. But I got obligations, clearly. So. Will I be able to, will she have a soft spot and say, hey, you know, what? I'll tell you this, though. I will say this. She is excellent for when she'll be like, oh, um, my husband has to go and handle this phone call and she'll give me a wink. And I'm like, it's one of my favorites. Now, I might be <laughs> I might be wishing for for things like that to happen, but it may not. I'm like, I'm probably sitting there watching her and waiting for her to give me the, the heads up. I'm going to be looking at my clock a lot. I might on my watch. I'm like, OK. And she, she, I'm a, I'm a wait till she looks at me, and if she gives me that, I'm good. Now, if she's looking at me like, and no, I said no, it's not happening. Sit your butt here and enjoy time with the family. It's a wrap. <laughs> I won't be, I won't be able to do a job. But anyway, nonetheless, it's preseason. Ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. But anyways, you guys have yourself a great night, great evening. Enjoy yourselves. 
And uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side, man. The season is upon us. It's down, man. We're ready to see it. People are going to start to separate themselves. And we're going to find out who the men are and who the boys are. Coming shortly. So, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your evening. I'm out of here. Have yourself a great weekend. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Peace. Let's go.